Hello, welcome to the podcast to discuss the Swine Disease Reporting System, uh, Report 16. Uh, my name is Daniel Linhares at Iowa State University. Hello, my name is Giovanni Trevisan at Iowa State. And so we're gonna start as usual here in the page one, which covers the detection of PERS virus RNA over time by PCR. So Giovanni, on this page here, it, uh, you're reporting here that May was the highest uh, month with the highest number of cases with PERS detection uh, for 2019 with uh, over uh, 6,400 cases. Uh, so lots of testing going on, but the activity is within expected. So the detection rate here is within the expected. Uh, the overall case within the expected. And uh, having said that, you also report here that they, there is a small increase in the detection of when to finish, right, of grow finishing pigs. So what's the meaning of that? That was an increase, relatively increase here of when to finish detection, more specifically, specifically between the weeks uh, 14 and 19 of this year. That is correct, Dr. Linares. If you go back for the last report, report 50, we report that the winter finch was having some uh, increased detection of PERS virus. For this uh, report, that detection continues uh, to be in the same level, but what we have not said is that South Farms have been reporting some increased detection as well. Uh, on week 20, that was between May 12 and 18, was the highest detection for South Farms where 27% of all cases was positive for PERS virus. Say that we continue to see that increasing detection on the winter market animals precedes increased detection on South Farms uh, as well. And you're so you're saying that at the how about the M ship report what they're talking what they're reporting uh, for this period of time? We have been watching the machine report in the last few weeks, and they have been reporting some increase, small increase in the incidence of PERS virus at their project as well in the same period of time. So looks like we are uh, seeing some similarity in the data. Okay, so as you said, it's consistent that you see an increase, the increase in the when to finish animals, they precede the increase in the in the South Farm, right? Both in the detection rate in the VDA, in VDLs, which is what we see here in the SDRS report uh, system project, but also what uh, uh, our friends at the Morrison Swine Health Monitoring Program they report in, in terms of incidence of South Farm. That's correct, and we are going to be looking at that with statistical models to uh, okay. further explore that question. All right, so moving here. To the second page, which talks about detection of enteric coronaviruses by PCR, you see you report here in this page that the, at, uh, in May it was also the highest number of cases for 2019, but the detection rate is also within the expected for for uh, May. There is no single growth, uh, sorry, age group here that's increasing. Any further comment on that? When you look only for the 
year of 2019, we see a small increase month after month on the number of cases tested for uh, PD and Delta coronavirus. Mm -hmm. But when you look with historical data, this is a, a similar number of cases for a spring season of the previous years. So no further comment, still within the expected value. So we are going to continue to watch that and hope that this is going to be uh, going down next month as we see in the models. Okay. So yeah, so that's an in, uh, interesting observation that typically people tend to test more enteric cases in the spring compared to winter, right? People, the number of cases increase in the spring seasons compared to the winter. Okay, so next page, page three. Uh, first part of the page three is about detection of mycoplasma hyaluronemia by PCR. And uh, you report here that in 2019, uh, there was a similar number of cases compared, uh, a similar number of percentage of positive compared to previous years. Uh, and also that there is a, a slightly increasing number in percentage cases tested positive, uh, specifically from those cases coming from South Farms. Um, so, w what what is the meaning of that increased testing in South Farm? Does it mean anything in terms of uh, what's the clinical relevance of that? That's a great question. We have been receiving uh, from the advisory group the following question: Does the eradication programs are failing because we are seeing more detection in South Farms? And the question uh, is that we cannot answer this question with this data. Even though we are seeing an increase in detection of salt farms, we don't have the farm information here to put a context on that. So further exploration by the field vets and producers is needed to answer that one. Okay, so we will keep uh, in close contact with our advisory group and uh, uh, keep uh, an eye on what's going on uh, the rest of this uh, summer, right? Because this this report, I should have said that this closes the win the the spring season, and next uh, month is will be the first month of the summer season for the report, right? Correct. Good. All right. So it's still in the page three. Now moving on to detection of pathogens associated with CNS disease. If I understood well here, the 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 plot says says that uh, Streptococcus is still the major CNS agent. And that uh, the so so no no uh, big difference in terms of uh, detection of pa uh, uh, pathogens associated with CNS in 2019 compared to to previous years, uh, right? Right, that's correct. And the only further comment that I have in this page is the intoxication by salt, mm -hmm. where we had 13 cases in this season, and that's higher than the previous years and spring season and it was located in Iowa nine of those 13 cases and it's not clear if it, this was a problem in some south farm or it was some kind of transportation the private of water for those piglets mm -hmm. all right we'll keep monitoring that as well moving on to page four uh 
covers the page four covers detection of pathogens in respiratory tissue over time. And similarly here to what we discussed for CNS, uh, the cases are similar in 19 cases of uh, respiratory cases has been similar to what we observed in 2018 uh, with the most, most frequent detection being uh, PERS, influenza, and uh, streptococcus and some other bacterial agents. Uh, the, the only difference here is for this year compared to previous years is that in relative terms, uh, there was a reduction in number of uh, respiratory cases associated with PERS and a relative increase of uh, respiratory cases associated with bacterial diseases. So uh, what's the meaning of that? When we look for PERS virus as a disease insultant on respiratory tissue, we saw that we have a lower number of cases this year, and that is consistent with the lower detection on PCR tests on the aggregates uh, samples. Even though the PERS virus did decrease, we have some increase in other bacterial agents like HPS, actinobacillus pneumoniae, and influenza. And if you think about the pathogenesis of those agents, they are going to cause polycellulosites as one uh, consequence of disease. And if those are really true cases in the field, we could expect some further implication like uh, increase in condom of the slaughtered plant due to uh, polycellulosites and uh, septicemia. But this uh, increase in the tests of these agents have been linked with reduction in the use of antimicrobiotics for contained disease and especially to have further uh, specification of the strain that circulates in the south in the farm to improve vaccine for the control of these agents. Okay. Better diagnostics uh, for uh, vaccine production is uh, something that the advisory group has uh, been talking about for for a while, right? That they are been increasing the diagnostic testing to better support their decisions and to update their vaccine uh, to kind of invest more in prevention rather than uh, 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 than uh, less minute uh, inter interventions. Okay, so page five, the last page for, for this report is about detection of pathogens in enteric tissues over time. And for the enteric tissues, uh, similar to what you reported in the enteric uh, coronaviruses, uh, the second page, here in the detection of pathogens in enteric tissue, you report an increase of uh, uh, about 30% from uh, six, 569 cases to 731 cases uh, of uh, uh, enteric, enteric diseases over time. And, uh, but uh, in terms of uh, what are the major insultants or major, pat major pathogens detected in those enteric tissues continue to be the same uh, uh, compared to previous years. Uh, rotavirus is the main one. And then you have um, E. coli, PD, Salmonella, and others, and uh, also cases with multiple infections or uh, multiple cases going on, those multiple being in association of those that we talked about. Uh, so 
what else do you have to uh, highlight on those in this page? Similar of what we have been receiving for the respiratory agents, the increasing detection of enteric agents is more though likely to update on the autogenous vac vaccine. Mm -hmm. And more recently, in the last few weeks, uh, we have been noticing an increase in detection of cases uh, caused by Baraxpira in the Middle East of uh, region. So we are going to be looking close to that in the next uh, report and see if that active continues. Okay. So some Baraxpira going on in the Midwest. Uh, all right, I think that's, that's it. But if we look uh, closely here in the online dashboard that you have, uh, and looking at um, enter the enteric disease detection dashboard, which is the last dashboard in the Swine Disease Reporting System page, you can observe here clearly that there was an increase in uh, number of cases, enteric cases, uh, season after season, uh, starting on fall 2017, and then all across 2018 and now uh, nine, 19, right? The, since fall 2019 season after season increasing number of cases uh, with uh, enteric disease uh, reporting do, what do you what do you take of that basically if you look for uh, historical between 2017 and 2018 there was a new feed directive rule where uh, lots of antibiotic was not use it anymore mm -hmm. without some real confirmation of the agent that was involved as the insultant. So we are having speculating that with the advisory group and they are having testing more for the real detection of the agent and for the vaccine updates in the case like for rotavirus and E. coli to better contain the agents without the need of use of antimicrobiotics as the case for E. coli. All right. So, so that's it. That's what we had uh, to share today for this report. Hope you guys uh, have uh, enjoyed. Uh, appreciate any any feedback, any comment. Reach us, uh, uh, either Giov Giovanni or myself, who would appreciate any comment on that. Thank you. See you next month. Thank you. See you next month.